Hey everyone, it's Tony. It's David. And, and we're, we're Two Dudes, dudes Talking Disney. Disney. How's it going, Dave? It's good. It's good. Uh, good. I want to throw out there, Tony, something I think we're not doing on our show that we need to do. And that is, uh, we need to remind our fans to like us on Instagram at Two Dudes Talking Disney. That's right. the number two, Dudes Talking Disney. All right. Uh, and Facebook. Like our Facebook page. That's right. And our I'm, Facebook page is Two, two Dudes, dudes Talking Disney. Disney. All one long word. Now, our Twitter, we don't have, and that's an inside story that you have to be one of the few two-dude elite insiders to know the story. Yeah, we can't have uh, Twitter. Because we, we can't air that story. It's not it's not Disney family rated. Right. Uh, but, yeah, you know, I uh, everyone knows, you know, Tony's the, the technical genius behind this. I'm more of the, the flamboyant one. Uh, can I say flamboyant? You can say flamboyant. Okay. Uh, so... I uh, I just noticed I'm trying to up our social media presence. You know, we're we're trying to get people to interact with us more. Trying to so uh, we we and we always never we always forget to mention to follow us online on our social media accounts. We do. You're right. right. So. You're right. And I've noticed a lot more Facebook posts from you recently. Yeah. Dave, Dave is the guy going out to the pumpkin uh, festival. Yes, the pumpkin and, festival uh, and. Uh, Sports complex and right. all he's, these different he, things. He's all over. I just, I'm all over. I pretty much sit in the house. Yeah. Um, so. But all right. But uh, I sit in the house because I am gathering news stories. Yes. A lot of, lot of I'm going to say there's a lot of minor Disney news. Yeah. No, there's nothing major like a new park. Um, well, we do have new park news, but it's we not. We do have new park, but it's not Disney. It's not Disney, so that'll come at the end. Uh, but, uh, you know, we, we have had a, a good bit of news since our last news show. Um, and what do you think is the biggest piece of news? I mean, right now, I'm obsessed with the Cranium Command costume theft. All right. Why don't you give people a little uh, background on that? So, back in the spring, uh, it was reported that there have been several high-profile uh, thefts from Walt Disney property. And um, the the two some of the items missing were uh, the costume of Buzzy the animatronic from the old Comedian, Cranium Command ride. That would be the... Buzzy was the, the cranium commander. He, right. he wore like the bomber jacket and the headphones. Uh, along with that, also there was some uh, theft of costumes from uh, the haunted mansion. And basically, uh, you know, Disney announced the thefts, and, and you know, the world we live in now with everything being digital, there was an ex Disney employee who ran a social media site that took a lot of backstage pictures. And in one of his pictures, someone noticed the one of the costumes in the background. So that, that led police to him. Uh, the interesting tidbit today is that NBA star uh, Robin Lopez of the Milwaukee Bucks was, was involved in purchasing uh, the items. Apparently he, you know, unknowing that they were, not knowing that they were stolen. He, right. But it, it, I find it funny that, you know, I mean, there's Disney fans everywhere. So here's NBA, you know, star uh, Robin Lopez. He, he's a huge Disney fan and Disney collector. So he's involved in the case because he purchased the Buzzy costume uh, from the person who stole it. So uh, Un- unknowingly, unknowingly, correct? Unknowingly, you know, he he thought allegedly, it was, yeah, yeah, unknowingly, allegedly. he thought it was legit. He, uh, according to media reports, you know, he he asked the seller several times if it was stolen or how, you know, how he got it, and the the, the seller said that it was all, uh, it was all in the up and up. He had it all. He was supposed to have it. Okay, so he purchased it through and it's it's funny because you know there there is a lot of disney i don't want to say like like you said there's disney theft you know if you look when the star wars land opened they had to stop handing out the the galactic sporks because so many people were stealing them you know the 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 disney collectibles 
Uh, it's a huge market. I mean, go it on is. eBay. I mean, yep. you know, you, you you look at the. I, I always tell everyone one of my dream collectibles is I want a ticket book from Disneyland. You know, so for for those of you who who haven't been paying attention to Tony and I ramble on for the past few years, you know, when Disneyland first opened, you had to buy tickets like if you went to a carnival to get on the rides. Yeah, and uh, you know, I I would love to get my hands on one of the ticket books. You know, like there there is a lot a huge market for especially stuff used. You know, for iconic attractions like the Haunted right. Mansion or Cranium Command. Um, I mean, what would you buy, Tone? What are some? I think I'd kind of like to have maybe a Doom buggy. Yeah. Because you can. There is a a place down in Florida. There, there. They specialize in theme park collectibles, and you know whether you want a sign from the Magic Kingdom, like you want a wet floor sign, you know, or from Universal or, or Disney World, they'll they'll have one. Uh, and, it, you know, sometimes they even have old costumes, old ride vehicles. Yeah, I, I remember, didn't one of the monorails sell on yeah. the old monorail Yeah, cars? and actually, like, I think it's Marty the monorail. I think yeah, you can track you him can on track Facebook. Him, yeah. and, uh, and I believe, too, does it? I, I actually think Universal now has a store in Universal Studios. They have a store that, on property that with, sells with the, the props. In yeah. it. Uh, so it is a big market. Right, uh, you know, for for Disney, I forget what the, how they say. It. Is it Disney? Disney, Disney Files? Is it no, no? Is it Disney though? Is that what the Disneyana? I thought it was Disneyana. Disney yeah, you know, I'm not good with pronouncing. This. Right. So with, with pronouncing. Yeah, with, you know, I'm not good with pronunci- pronunciation. pronunciation. You know, I'm not very good at. I, I'm not really good at speaking. Well, you know, I think if you pretty much want anything Disney, uh, you just have to go to John Stamos's house. Correct. Yeah, or Neil Patrick Harris. Between between Stamos having the original Disneyland sign, and uh, I know he's got ride vehicles. Yeah. And, and I don't know, I don't know why he's the golden boy of Disney, but he seems to end up with everything and gets well, like I mean, his first pick of stuff. He's John Stamos. He is Stamos. I mean, yeah, the the again, if you just go on eBay and you type in, you know, D- Disney World props, right? Uh, I'm doing it right now just to see kind of what comes up. All right. Well, while, first, while Dave does that, uh, unless he's very quick, I will jump into our next story. I'm already, I'm already in there. Tom. You're already in there. I'm what do we got? There. All right. Uh, the most expensive prop going on eBay right now is the Disney World Magic Kingdom Tomorrowland Alien Encounter sign. Uh, that is going for $3,700. Uh, there is a Winnie the Kit Pooh ride used cake prop from Disneyland for $3,000. Wow. Um, um, one of the Haunted Mansion, the pop-up ghosts, mm-hmm. that is only 550 I could swing that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You could Although I really couldn't swing that because when I bought my 75th anniversary Captain America uh, replica yes. shield... For three hundred dollars, I think Cheryl had a little bit of a fit. So I think if I spent five hundred on a pop-up ghost, she'd she'd go a little more nuts. Yeah, I think like like they always get over it, though. Tom. Pretty much, they always get over it. I mean, even you know, a twenty twelve Cigna map showing you the course of the Walt Disney World Marathon for twenty twelve, uh, one hundred fifty nine dollars. Yeah, somebody somebody will buy it, and somebody will buy it. I mean, some of the things are hilarious. Like there's a piece of chain. <laughs> from the Thunder Mountain for eighty dollars. Does it come with a certificate of authenticity? They, they most of them do, and, and and when buying anything, you know, I, I, basic I guess common sense applies. You know? I mean, if you've ever watched the Brady Bunch, caveat emptor, which I believe is where we all learn, let the buyer beware. Right, buyer beware. You know, and it is. It's it's are they a legitimate seller? You know, 
Now, again, you buy things off eBay. A lot of people do all day. I mean, people make a good fortune off selling stuff on right. eBay. And if you're buying anything in Tony and I with comic books, with different things we buy, you always want to make sure they're a reputable dealer. If it is something like this and there is, could be a certificate of authenticity, you want that. Right. Uh, you know, you, you just got to be smart about your... So, sometimes it's just a picture. I mean, I remember a few years ago, I, I purchased a uh, Bible autograph by Jesus. Right. And, and I mean, yeah. The picture came with that it. That autographed copy of the DVD Lincoln that you got yes. that was signed right. by Lincoln. Right. I mean, that was Amazing. a good deal for it $20. Was. It was. Yeah. So, uh, so that's that's kind of... I've been following this story since the spring uh, when the, when it first broke. You know, the, the, the ex-employee and his cousin were the conspirators. You know, they, they had a backstage Disney Twitter account where they posted a lot of backstage photos they weren't supposed to. You know, it's probably one of these cases where they just were getting away with it, getting away with it, and got a little bit too big and saw right. the costumes and were like, oh, we're going to take them. And right. now, you know, uh, now they're they're in trouble with the law, the Disney law. Right. And the real law. Yeah, and the real law. Yeah. So, uh, all right. So, where do you want to move on from here, Tom? All right. Let's let's uh, let's just jump out of the parks for a little bit all right, and uh, talk about Disney Plus. Yeah. I, I'm like, the countdown is on. Which I'm, today is the 28th. That means there are three days left in the month of October. There are 11 days in November. And on the 12th day, yes. God gave us Disney Plus. Correct. Um, that was some serious math. You just it was. Right well, I didn't even do math. I just no, gave you how many days. Right. So actually, three plus fourteen, uh, three plus eleven is fourteen. Yes. So, so we're, two we're, weeks. We're just over two weeks out. Um, and uh, you know, personally, I'm excited for it. I, I can't wait. I, I, you know, and it's funny. Like I sit here and I go to watch something on TV now, and I get the remote, and I'm like, God, I just can't wait for. Disney and I keep Plus. seeing the commercials, and yeah. the commercials keep getting better and better, and. You know, I'm thinking, okay, on November 11th, by November 11th, they should, there's got to be some type of an app. Yeah. Uh, yep. how, how am I going to be accessing this? Yes. Is it going to go live at 12.01 a.m.? Is it going to be 8 in the morning? I don't know what time it's going live. Uh, do I have to come over here to Dave's house at like 11.30 at night and we're going to watch the first episode of The Mandalorian together? That's a good idea. I don't I don't know what we're going to do. You Knowing know, Disney, right when it's going to hit, there'll be some kind of failure, but for a special upcharge. Right. You know, right. You, you'll, you'll, you'll get yeah. through. Yeah, you'll get through. It, it's, it's like uh, when Dave was a travel agent uh, and, and I do the travel agent thing. You know, occasionally something would be like, "Oh, hey, everybody! They released free dining." Right. And you'd go in to log onto the website, and Disney's Crash. IT department, you know, can't handle the volume. Uh, so I can imagine what's going to be like when when seventy million people are all attempting to log in and watch The Mandalorian at the same time. Must be one big computer. It is. Yeah. It is. It's one big computer. Um, but speaking speaking of uh, Disney Plus, uh, you know what I'm looking forward to is is a show that isn't even going to be on when the when the when it debuts, and that is uh, Obi Wan. Uh, and Obi-Wan, uh, also known as Ewan McGregor, uh, gave an interview uh, to Men's Journal where he talked about uh, the, the the series. And I guess he's known about it for four years. They started talking about this back when Episode 7 was in production, about bringing Obi-Wan back. Uh, at the time, it was going to be a movie. It's going to be a riveting series of watching him. Watch Luke with binoculars. <laughs> right? It's going to be a little bit creepy. It's kind of going to be like yeah. the old man from Family right. Guy. I was going to say, it's going to be like... <laughs> But uh, work that farm, <laughs> you know what? what <laughs> oh, I love the way you change that moisture evaporator, boy. Um, you know, e- eventually, what the what the series is going to be about is it's going to be about the time after uh, Revenge of the I'm sorry, Return of the Jedi, 
Um, no, no, I'm sorry, Revenge of the Sith. You're right. You're right the first time. Yeah, yeah. That's Jedi Jedi are not revengeful. Um, Between episode three and episode four, so the 19 years, you know, episode three ended uh, right with uh, Obi Wan delivering Luke and Leia to their respective step parents' houses uh, and uh, or planets, and the story is going to pick up between. That in episode four, so they've got a nineteen-year span to cover. It's was gonna it nineteen? Be... I always thought it was sixteen. It's it's nineteen. Is it okay? Yeah. I always thought Luke, I, I always thought they were a little bit older. I, I guess. Well, the the article says nineteen years. I believe. So maybe the I just I always thought you know Luke was a little bit younger. But well, he acted younger. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it's you know we don't know if it's going to cover that entire nineteen years or just a certain period of time. Uh, but Obi Wan is is one of the few Jedi Knights that survived the uh, slaughter. Order sixty six. Order sixty six. And what were um, the other sixty five orders? I don't know. We'll have to left to look that up. Somebody's somebody's probably got it written right, somewhere. It is. I, yeah, yeah. Um, and it will be. It's only going to be six episodes that are one hour long. But when you look at the fact that that's now six hours of Obi Wan versus maybe a two two and a half hour movie. I think we're getting more Obi Wan for our for our buck here. Right. Um, the show is not going to start uh, filming until 2020, so it'll probably which is a month away, which is a month and a half away, <laughs> right? So it'll it'll probably be out uh, late 2020 or 2021. Excellent. Yeah. I mean, so I'm I'm excited for that. Right up there, the Mandalorian, then some Obi Wan. Yeah. Right? And I'm excited. You know, like I said, I'm excited for for Disney Plus in general. Yes, me too. I'm excited with all that library at my fingertips. Yep. Uh is that it for the Disney Plus? For right now, sure. Okay. All right. All right. What do you have next? A uh, big uproar in the Disney World community this weekend for a $3 charge now coming to your fuel rod. So for those of you who are not familiar with uh, the fuel rod system, it was originally uh, aired when Disney started pushing more and more use of the app. My Disney experience, you know, that was one of the things about charging your phone in the park and you You'd go into you go into any restaurant. There's people jockeying for the one or two plugs that is accessible. So right. one of the ways to combat this was a fuel rod. And basically, there's kiosks all around the parks, the resorts, Disney Spring, the water park areas. Uh, you buy the fuel rod for thirty dollars, and you get a little kit, and the kit comes with the fuel rod, a little univer- uh, adapter for each Multiple type adapters. of phone, yep. and then you you use your fuel rod, which will recharge one phone. They say it's about eighty percent. And then you would go over to the fuel rod machine, swipe a barcode, and swap it out for a new one. Uh, what made it nice was there was no charge other than the initial $30 uh, fee, and you had unlimited swaps. So you could just, con- you know, all day long swap it out. And and I'll tell you, you know, I have them. Uh, we use them, my wife and I, and, and we would. You know, each afternoon you're out in the parks all day, you would swap the charger out and put a new one in. And, uh, you know, re- recharge your phones. Right. And it, it, it's almost a necessity these days because, you know, you're live streaming. Uh, you're on the Disney Play app trying to keep yourself busy while you're waiting in line. You're on My Disney Experience looking at wait times or trying to find the nearest bathroom. You're, you're doing two dudes talking Disney live from the parks. Right. Yeah. Right. Some of us are, uh, <laughs> which means it's usually David. Um, and, you know, I, I thought it was great. I, I used it when I went to Disneyland in April. You yeah. know, I... I charges my phone great yeah um you know what, what i found out though is uh that fuel rod the company that runs fuel rod uh, went to i guess they now charge a dollar for the swap okay so anything above a dollar is whatever entity is, is, is making wh- wherever the wherever right. the fuel rod kiosk right. is stationed um you know fuel rod is not 
limited to uh, theme parks. In, well, yeah, they're in, in airports. They're in, they're in some major uh, metropolitan cities. Yep. They're you know Universal has them and, and SeaWorld has them, and, and both Universal and SeaWorld have chars. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, since their their installation. So amazingly, Disney was the free one, which right. you know, you know, nowadays everyone but, is shocked. But but don't you find, and I find this of late, is that if Universal can get away with something, Disney will eventually do it Correct. as well. Yeah. And, oh, and oh just, Universal charges for parking cars. Well, why don't we institute right. a, a charge for parking cars? The only problem I have with the whole thing is though that the the Disney requires you to be on your phone. Right, you know where the other parks. You know, yeah, Universal has an app and SeaWorld has an app, but it's not like Disney where you're required to be on it. So I don't know. You know, again, it's just another another thing that's up there in the, the Disney universe, and we're we're not sure. Uh, I mean, I don't think it's going to affect the machines that they're going to you know lose the business because people need to charge their phones. Right. So I, it's just annoying now that you've got to pay your three dollars instead of your free one. Now there are some other alternatives. Go. Uh, you know, before your trip, there there are bigger. You know, I I have several uh, phone uh, chargers just I've collected over the years. I have right. one. I have a bigger one that actually will charge both two phones fully. But they're a little you know, heavier. But they're a little bit heavier, right. and, and you know, too, we're still in the diaper bag years where we still have the diaper bag or the stroller, so you can tuck it in there. Uh, one year we went, I borrowed from one of my friends a solar powered uh, one. It was a small, maybe about the size of a VHS tape, uh-huh. uh, and it clipped onto the stroller. And it would charge our phones. It was more of like a camping thing. I, I borrowed that when we went down for the hurricane. In case, okay. In case the worst case scenario, right, I right. can still play words with friends. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I, I picture you say solar one. I picture you having this uh, array of solar panels yes, across I, your back. <laughs> I had to set up the, uh, the the stanchion in the middle of the park. They weren't right. very happy with me. No. no. Um, yeah, so the fuel rods now, um, you know, $3 a swap instead of free. Yeah. I get it. Um, I just think that sometimes people think it's Disney, and it's right. it's not always Disney. I mean, Disney has found more ways, you know, to make money off of you in the past five years than they're impressive. They are. They yeah. are. I mean, you know, you look at something like the Christmas party, which is a separate hard ticketed event, and then inside the Christmas party, you've got a dinner and dessert party. Right. You know, so they're now having hard ticket events inside, inside hard, hard ticket, ticket events. events inside a hard ticket events. <laughs> right, which which so is it's a, it's a hard hard ticket. It it is. It's doubly hard. Yeah, uh, which is pretty amazing. Uh, but they get away with it. They and, do. And more yeah. power to them. So uh, yeah, sad about that. Um, and, and we're kind of all over here because this is news. This and is it's, news. It's general news. Yeah. And um, I've been I've been following this story. Uh, with the Marvel Cinematic Universe and Martin Scorsese. And apparently Marty Scorsese, I can call him Marty because we're close, um, he says that he does not think uh, Marvel films are cinema. Uh, honestly, and this is a quote, that's not cinema. Honestly, the closest I can think of them as well as they are made with actors doing the best they can under the circumstances is theme parks. It isn't the cinema of human beings trying to convey emotional, psychological experiences to another human being. Uh, so he does not like the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and you know he's a pretty big director, um, and and this whole feud has now started in the world of entertainment yes. uh, because Francis Ford Coppola then backed him up 
and said that when Martin Scorsese says that Marvel pictures are not cinema, he's right because we expect to learn something from cinema. We expect to gain something, some enlightenment, some knowledge, some inspiration. I don't know anyone that gets anything about seeing the same movie over and over again. Martin was kind when he said it's not cinema. He didn't say it. It's despicable, which I just say it is. So it's funny that here Francis Ford Coppola is saying that these Marvel movies are repetitive. What if like Scorsese's last films been? They've all been about the mob, whether right. it's the Irish mob, you know, pick another genre. genre. Um, but I think the best is uh, Bob Iger, uh, the CEO of Disney, then jumped, jumped into the fray. And he was asked by the uh, Wall Street Journal what he thought of this. And his response was... I'm puzzled by it. If they want to bitch about movies, it's certainly their right. It seems so disrespectful to all the people that work on those films who are working just as hard as the people who work on their films. Are you telling me that Ryan Coogler making Black Panther is somehow doing something that is less than what Marty Scorsese or Francis Ford Coppola have ever done in any one of their movies? I reserve the world dis word despicable for someone who has committed mass murder. These are movies. I don't get what they're trying to criticize us for when we are making films that people obviously are enjoying. And I think he's right. You know, it's a movie. Yeah, to me, it's sore loser. Like, I hate to say it, but it, it really is. Like, you know, it, it's different genres of movie. I right. mean, am I, am I, you know, lining up to see a romantic comedy? Not, not at no. this point, but whatever. It's a different... Am I lining up to see a Martin Scorsese movie? No, I, I don't think I've actually ever seen one in the movie theater. Right. You wait till they... Those are movies I wait till they and come some out. And some of them are going direct to Netflix these days. Right. You know, those are ones I wait to, to them to come directly out. And it, it's, you know, everything like nowadays, it's a matter of personal preference, uh, personal preference of what you like versus what somebody else likes. It's just, I find it very disheartening for a, a, a person of Martin Scorsese's uh, stature in the film industry to just, you know, diss an entire genre of movies. Right. Because he doesn't like it. And, right. and I hate to say it, and because... It's shattering records. It's making money. It's right. you know, and it's 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 the competition. It's like you know, I hate to say it. It's like the Yankee fans talking about the Red Sox fans. I right. mean, you I, know, you know, I, I don't know. Is, it, is, it, is he upset because it's all green screen? Is he upset because of the amount of special effects? Are you telling me that back in the early seventies, if these guys had those type Correct. of technologies available to them, that they would not have utilized them? I'm I'm sure that they were using the best of whatever. You know, 1970s or 80s technology had to offer them. So, uh, like Dave said, I think it's just a case of sour grapes. Um, you need to move. You need to move on. Right. You know, Marvel Marvel movies. You know, you talk about Marvel movies not being inspirational. I say just the opposite. The, the world of comic books um, is a world of escapism and fantasy, and it does prove to inspire some people. So. Um, yeah, I, I think Marty's just got a thorn in his uh, yeah, in his backside. You know, he's just mad. Right. Um, and now for a, a very serious breaking news matter in the Walt Disney World property that affects my life on multiple levels, the McDonald's outside oh, of, of Art of Animation. I'm sorry, not Art of Animation, excuse me, of All-Stars, uh, will be closing for a extended rehab. It's closing in uh, two days. In two days, and it's going to be closed until 2020. But yeah. We don't know when. But, uh, you know, you remember McDonald's originally had a pretty good deal with Disney. They had the McDonald's uh, that is out in front of, um, I keep I want to keep saying Art of Animation, but it's out in front of the All-Stars. Yeah. And then with that, they had the McDonald's in Disney Springs. And then that is when they had the fries. Oh, I used to love the remember fry the, cards. The fry cards. Pterodactyl fries. Yeah, there was, in, there was a, uh, a, a fry station Kingdom. in uh, Animal Kingdom. You had the, the Restaurantosaurus, which yeah. served like Big Macs and McDonald's nuggets and fries. And then you had the fry cart in uh, 
Frontierland. Yeah. So, you know, Disney and McDonald's have had a long relationship of, you know, fun fact about Disney that people like is that Walt Disney and Roy Kroc were actually served in World War One together in the same uh, ambulance unit. So they actually knew each other. Um, so that's uh, some breaking news that's very big, the McDonald's. And I'll tell you, there have been a few late night, God, do we need some fries runs in the right. Larry family made leaving Animal Kingdom. So Yeah, yeah. Uh- I, I hope it's not down for too long, but you know, uh, I wonder what they're going to do to plus it up. Yeah, that's all. It's and you know what I think it is too. It, uh, we we were there recently. It's it's one of those. It's got a a lot of uh, a lot of drive through traffic, so it's a huge McDonald's, but it's mostly drive through. So I think they have to switch up the uh, you know the, the the lanes if you mm-hmm. to make it a little flow a little better. Excellent. Uh, well, we'll look forward to the newly New, refurbished yes. McDonald's. It's very very upsetting. Yeah. What uh, what else do you have, Dave? Um, right now, that's pretty much what I got. I think you know, fuel rods. Yeah, it's, it's all I got, though. All right. How about uh, any big park news? What are we waiting for? We're waiting for uh, well, pretty much rise of the resistance. We're on rise countdown we're for that countdown too. Countdown for that. That's December fifth. Uh, I know from watching a couple of YouTube blockers that I follow that they got their save the date for the oh, really? media event. Which once again, the snub, the two mm-hmm. dudes talking Disney mm-hmm. did not. Well, we're gonna have to talk to someone so, about yeah. that. Speaking of talking to someone, so I, I guess totally, I guess we'll finish with, uh, you know, here at Two Dudes, we're always evolving. We're always trying to, to come up with better ways to, to entertain, entertain you. you. So we're going to be having some Two Dudes uh, special guests coming on uh, soon. We have coming up uh, this week or the next week or so, we're going to have, you, I, you You booked the first guest. Oh, I booked, no, yeah. I didn't. Yeah, what's, uh, who, oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yes, yeah. You're we're right. like we're recording Wednesday. Like what? <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're actually going to have uh, a gentleman by the name of John Hannon, who is a, uh, a friend of mine, a, f- a firefighter like Dave, uh, and he comes from a, a blended couple of well, a blended family, which is a couple of families. They're a large group, and uh, we're just going to talk about uh, visiting large groups, visiting Disney uh, with a party. You know, the average family is like four, four and a half people. Right. But what happens when you go down is six, or what happens when the Leonard family used to go down? With uh, all of us. You know, there was with, about, about 15 of us. With, with like 700 yeah. people. Yeah. Um, and, you know, what are the strategies? Where do you stay? Um, you know, where do you get the most bang for your buck? How can you save some money? So we're going to, we're going to talk about that and uh, release that show later this week. And then, uh, Dave's got another guest lined up. I do. I have another guest, a nice lady I met the other day. You know, one day we're going to have to do the Molly show Mm -hmm. uh, and explain to people my, my friendship with Molly and, uh, and how that all started. Cause obviously it's a very Disney story, but, uh, I was with Molly this weekend. She introduced me to a nice lady, Colette. Uh, Colette was one of the hoop-dee-doo performers in the 80s, and then she was one of the original uh, Marions from the Indiana Jones stunt show. So now she currently works on script writing for the park theme park industry, so she's going to be a guest. Uh, and, cool. then, and then our final guest we have is actually uh, going to be one of my friends, Joe. Joe hates Disney World. Excellent. So uh, he, I was discussing the podcast with him the other day. And we were talking about how, how much he hates Disney World. And I said, I, I think you might be a great guest for my podcast about how much we like Disney World. Uh, so we're going to have kind of uh, the enemy on the show. Now, now, does Joe by any chance host two dudes hating Disney? No, no. But he, he might. You never know from here. <laughs> right. So. <laughs> All right. Well, lots of fun stuff to look forward to. Yes. And uh, as Dave mentioned earlier, uh, you know, head on out to uh, iTunes. Give us a review. Yep. Two and- dudes talking Disney. Uh, check us out on Instagram. 
Yes. We're two dudes talking Disney out there. Yes. Yep. The number at two dudes talking Disney. And uh, then, uh, of course, our Facebook group, uh, which dudes. is two dudes yep. talking number Disney. Two. Dudes so talking until Disney. next time, I'm Tony. I'm David. And, and we're, we're two, two dudes, dudes talking, talking Disney. Disney.